I want to welcome you to another edition of Money Matters Top Tips for Success, where I bring on business owners, entrepreneurs, and executives and have them share their top tips for success with you. My name is Adam Torres, and you can follow me on Instagram at, at AskAdamTorres to keep up with all of my book releases, uh, book tour, love to connect with you on Insta. Um, really excited today. I mean, the, the man that I have on this line today, David Knorr, the CEO of Knorr Group, I mean, he's written um, a lot of books um, for over 20 years. He's been helping leading organizations um, with their businesses. He speaks 50 to 60 times a year. Um, over 10 books, uh, translated into eight different languages. Sorry, David, I had to just keep on going on and on. You've done a whole lot. Um, welcome to the show. Adam, thanks for having me. So as I mentioned to you before, we have, you know, a lot of my listeners um, are, are just leaving college or they've been in the workforce a couple of years. They don't know exactly where they're headed. You've worked with a lot of people. You're an extremely high-level um, um, coach and advocate. How did you get started? Sure. So uh, you're, 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 I'm a big believer that we're all products of the advice we take. And early on, I was blessed and, and proactively looked for mentors who none of us are born with any of this, right? We all figure it out as we go. And I had some great mentors early on who gave me some really sage advice. And they said, listen, in your 20s, as you come out of, the, come out of school, it's try to figure out what are, what are you passionate about? What do you do well? What can you build some competency around? And, and my you know, early part of my coming out of school, I, I was a people person just kind of being born in the Middle East and growing up in that part of the world. So I gravitated towards sales and sales and eventually sales management and marketing. And so leveraging your God-given strengths to really focus on what you do really well, what you're passionate about. And, and also, I also figured out early on that I, that I needed to sell things that I believed in. So I was in technology, a lot of technology sales early on, and that, that led to really becoming a student of business relationships, becoming a student of, of, of people and how people interact, how people get things done. Uh, and that was a really good good foundation for kind of what developed in my career. I love that line you said. I want to make sure I took the note right. We're the product of the advice we take. Is that how you said it? That's exactly right. And, and okay. let me give you uh, your, your audience also a, 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 a one that has resonated with me for you know, 20 plus years, which is one of my mentors early on said, throw away your stopwatch and get a compass. And, and, and Adam, I didn't get it back then, but what he was really saying is it doesn't matter how fast you do something, right? We've, we've now gotten into an age where it's all about how quickly we do something and being first to market and, you know, I want to be the first one there. That's all stuff is great. Are you, are you going in the right direction? And, and the analogy, again, that I use is a lot of people sharpen a lot of machetes and cut down a lot of trees, and they never look up and ask, am I in the right jungle? Absolutely. I, I love this one. Throw away your stopwatch and get a compass. And it's interesting because um, I'm definitely going to quote you on that one because I, uh, I've always looked at it as going, trying to get from point A to point B. There's going to be a lot of zigzags, and we don't know exactly <laughs> what's going to happen, but you do know, you should know if you're not going towards that point B, if what you're currently doing is just completely out of line. And I feel like 
in my in my personal life, I mean, many times I've reinvented and changed things and changed directions based off of that. Yep. But I didn't have the compass analogy. Thank you. <laughs> That's, it's well, so much better that. than mine. It's so much better than mine. <laughs> and it's, so if, you, you... if you if you if you I was gonna say if your audience just just thinks about that idea for a second, even if you zigzag, if you have a general direction of where you're going, you'll get there, right? So mm-hmm. so that that direction is really important. No, I love it. So what would you say if somebody, let, let's build on that a little bit more. So if somebody's just getting out of college and they're kind of, maybe they're, they don't, they, they haven't taken a real assessment of what they're good at, what would you tell them? What would be their starting point? Because most people don't do that. Yeah, and not, not only that, it's, it's, I don't think it's one and done. I think throughout our, our lives, throughout personal and professional growth journey, if you think about it that way, we're going to come across these intersections. And at each of those junctions, at each of those intersections, um, Adam, I think it's really astute to do three things. One, believe it or not, there's a lot of really good assessments out there that really assess how you think, how you behave. Uh, And and most people are familiar with Myers-Briggs, and I've actually been through nine, ten different ones, but Berkman and DISC and you know, one of my favorites is, is one called HBDI, which stands for Herman Brain Dominance Instrument. And and I think people, and I have no financial interest in this, but people can go to hbdi.org. And what I like about HBDI is it actually determines your dominant thinking style. So the way you think gravitates you towards the things you like doing, the things you like doing, you create some competency around, you get good at it, and you want to do more of it. So so A, use those those. Uh, proven assessments to really better understand both yourself as well as how to more effectively work with others. That's number one. Number two, I often coach people to go on a listening tour. And by the way, I'm, I'm, I'm eating my own cooking here. When I launched my business, I, I went and asked 35 people that I liked, I trusted, I respected. And I simply asked them, what do you perceive? These are people that knew me. What do you perceive I do well? And the consistent feedback was, you network better than anybody else we've ever met. If you can teach other people how to do this, you'll succeed. So that, that was the impetus for my business, right? So, so number one, industry assessments, right? Proven assessments. Two, go on a listening tour. And the third one is, we all have fundamental strengths. And there's a big thing about strength movement. Build on those. Leverage those, right? Use those. But we also all have growing edges. And if you don't know where your growing edges are, if you don't know where you may not be as strong, then you're going to keep either making the same mistakes or ideally you surround yourself with people that really shore up those areas where you're not as strong. So if you're not a strong financial person, make sure there's somebody in your inner circle that can really handle that part. Does that make sense? Does that resonate? Oh no, absolutely, absolutely. Um, and I'm and I'm a big fan of those. It's Meyer Briggs, and I still remember what ENTJ, and I, I, yeah, I love it. I love doing those assessments, and I think they're highly um, they're highly useful. So anybody listening, if you haven't taken one, and let me rephrase that: if you haven't taken one in the right spirit of taking one, you should do it again. Because I can think about when I first started my career taking one as a thing I had to do and now when I hear of one or something it's something I get to do and I think the results are more aligned with what I actually how I actually think and it's been much more beneficial and these and these results will change over the years as we all change 
So every five years or ten years, I'd say do it again because some things do change as you as you develop different skill sets. Um, so I appreciate all those tips, David. And let let's transition a little bit more, and I want to hear more about um, what you're currently doing and how you're helping your clients as CEO of the NOR Group. What's going on there? Sure. So so I'm blessed, as as you were kind enough to mention. Um, you know, relationship economics was book number one. Uh, co-create my most recent one is book number ten. So I, my my business is pretty pretty simple, pretty straightforward. I do three things. First and foremost, we consult. So we go in and really help uh, leaders, organizations, teams re- really accelerate. So clarify their vision. Right? I've always said people can't follow you if they don't know where the ship is headed. Right. So really clarify that vision. Two. That can't be a really well-kept secret, right? So how do you more effectively communicate that vision? And we, we believe it should be simple, should be straightforward, should be a story, it should be visual. So we help them communicate that, that, that vision. And the third one is come alongside them as that relationship accelerant to, to help them accomplish and really accelerate getting to that vision. So I've always believed you throw enough time, money, effort, resources at any goal, you'll eventually get there. As a relationship expert, our goal is to help accelerate your ability to get there. So if I can help you achieve that goal in six months versus a year, what's the time value of that money? If I can help you launch that product through an influencer campaign, what's the time value of that money? Or make change last. So those are the, those are the things that – so consulting is for advisory with, with leadership teams, with boards is, is one bucket. The books really afford me a chance to speak. So I speak 50, 60 times a year at company meetings, at association meetings. And on that stage, I'm Yoda. It, it's not about me. It's about how can I help, you know, be the guide for that audience. And we like to say to go from now to next, right? They're doing well today. Ideally, they pick up one or two or three things from me that really helps them think about and really transform themselves, their teams, their organizations from this now to next. And the third part is executive coaching. So as you get into organizations, A, those top jobs are really lonely. Uh, <laughs> I, I, you know, and I'm not trying to impress anybody. And, and, and you become a good sounding board in those scenarios for entrepreneurs or growth-oriented businesses or executives to really have someone that they can bounce ideas off of. And, and at that level, it really is less about skills and knowledge, much more about the behavior. So, so we're doing a lot of executive coaching in helping helping executives think through uh, how to transform their businesses. So that's a little about what we're doing today. Oh, that's great. And I mean, you've been you've been in that in that business for quite some time. Are you noticing? And and I always I always have to ask this when I talk to somebody that's really experienced in coaching and helping executives. Um, what are some of the the big things that the common themes that are plaguing executives listening today? Sure. So, so again, I, I, I practice what I preach, and I mentioned mm-hmm. earlier what products of the advice we take. One of my coaches, one of my mentors, is a, is a, is a gentleman named Marshall Goldsmith. Now, Marshall, for years, has been an executive coach to, to really the Fortune 100 CEOs. And for your audience, I would highly, highly recommend one of, his, one of my favorite books and one of his bestsellers. And the title of it is What Got You Here Won't Get You There. And it's fun. I've read that book three times, and every time, <laughs> Adam, I, I learn something new 
And I love chapter four because the title of it is really 20 habits that are keeping you from reaching the top. And over Marshall's career in working with all kinds of executives, and the reason I bring it up is it's, it's timeless. It's as valuable and relevant today as it is, as it was 10, 20 years ago when, when he was, you know, actively doing this and he continues to do this. So, you know, it talks about number one, winning too much, right? The need to win at all costs and in all situations is actually more detrimental than most people imagine. Uh, number two, and I've got this list in front of me, just want to rattle off a couple to you. you know, adding too much value. People, people come to all of us with a great idea, right? So your employees, your staff, your partners come to you with a great idea. What do most of us do? That's great, and, or but, let me tell you how we could make it better. Yeah, you may have just improved it by 5%, but what you did in the process is you took out 80% of the wind in their sale. So stop it. That's not, that's not helping you. And that additional 5% is not worth it. So stop adding too much value to something that instead just say, hey, sounds great. Go with it. Let me know how I can help. Uh, passing judgment. We, we still have this need to rate others and impose kind of our standards on them. Again, stop it. It's not helping you. <laughs> um, making destructive comments. I was I was in a room with a group of executives, I kid you not, and a board member. And one of the executives is just sarcasm and cutting remarks and kind of having fun at the expense of others. Yeah, you think it's making you sound sharp and witty. And in return, everybody in that room thinks you're an a-hole, right? And they don't want to work with you. And you're not going to last too long in that job. And here's, here's the last one that, that, that might be useful, again, to you, to you and your audience, is, you know, stop it with the no, but, and by the way, however, is just a polite way of saying no or but. Because nothing ever, <laughs> not only these are negative qualifiers, but nothing ever good comes after it. And what other people typically hear is, I'm right, you're wrong. <laughs> and again, that's not helping you. So instead of no or but or however, and there's a great book by this title as well, it's yes and. That's a great idea. Yes and. What if we also did these things? So you build on other people. You bolster them. You put them up on a pedestal. You help them succeed versus shutting them down or cutting the knees out from under them or that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard, right? Those are the kinds of just handful of ideas that are, Typically, habits, they're destructive habits. They're not really helping you get ahead. They're not helping you elevate yourself, your position, your role, your realm responsibilities. Oh, that's great, David. I mean, those are all great tips, and I, I knew you. I knew you would come with the uh, with the content, being such an accomplished author and speaker. I, I really appreciate your time today. Um, if somebody wanted to inquire about the Nora Group, and you're still taking on clients, um, where, where can someone contact you? Sure. So the easiest thing is just N O U R Norgroup dot com is our website, or you can just Google my name, David Nor N O U R, and we're fairly active on various social channels, and we're also dramatically updating the website to talk more about our portfolio approach to, to solving client problems, but we'd love to hear from you and your audience if there's anything we can do to help. All right, David. Again, 
Thank you for your, all your time today. And to the listeners, you're going to want to listen to this one one or two more times. I have a half page of notes, and I have to go back to that site to do this new uh, this new behavioral assessment that uh, David David mentioned. I'm in, always trying to improve, as I know the audience is also. Um, thank you for your time. Don't forget to go over to Instagram to follow me at, at AskAdamTorres. And if you'd like to apply to be a co-author in one of my upcoming books, just head on over to the website, moneymatterstoptips.com, and click on Become an Author. Uh, thank you, David. Have a wonderful day. Thank you.